So this podcast topic is in response to a question from my one of the newest uh, subscribers to the podcast uh, who asked, oh, I want to know about um, uh, how do you get your first students? So that's a very good question. And I thought I would make a quick recording uh, to, get, to answer that. I'm, if you can hear the traffic in the background, I'm sitting outside in my new outdoor studio. There's a bit of an echo, actually, because I'm sitting under the roof of a little bench, uh, looking out onto Teganuma, a sort of scenic uh, backwater <laughs> story of my life, scenic backwaters. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'll do my best to do this in one take because that's all I've got. One take! Can I do this in one take? I'm going to give you five reasons, uh, not five reasons, five ways uh, to get more students, or at least uh, when you're first starting out. How can I be sure of this? Because these are the five that worked for me. I don't know if they'll work for you, but if, if you follow the same principles, probably they will. I see no reason why it wouldn't work. And uh, I'm going to do these in order of most, most bang for your buck. Right, number one is put an advert in the Chiki Shimbun, the local newspaper that comes out once every two weeks, I think it does, in my local neighbourhood. Yes, this is the age of the internet. Yes, everybody's got uh, blogs or um, substacks even. But uh, just a two-line two in the old-fashioned uh, newspaper. Uh, and I think uh, it was in Japanese. My wife wrote it out and it just sort of said... Because a cyclist. No, it just sort of said, British family moves to uh, Abiko, the local city, uh, taking English students now. Here's our telephone number and an um, email address. And I think we got mostly phone calls then. That was 15 years ago, so probably it would be online now. I think everything, really, you want to have a contact uh, that they can get in touch with uh, by phone. Oh yeah, still phone phone calls, but I think probably an email address. And if you're online, you know, the line, L-I-N-E, um, some way of contacting that way. I think everybody's online, all the, all the mothers are. And uh, anyway, so <laughs> just that old-fashioned method of a two-line classified and that got us, uh, I don't know, three or four students, some of our first students that way. It was worth it, right? <laughs> so that was the first way. Okay, uh, the second most useful thing was having neighbors and making friends with the neighbors. We, we didn't really, we, we moved here from England and didn't know anybody. Um, and we gave ourselves, I think, six weeks to get ready without pressuring people to join us. So we sort of wandered around the neighborhood and we didn't have any money. So we wandered around the neighborhood, my wife and I and our two then very young daughters. Uh, they were two and six, six years old. Gosh. So we, um, we, we literally walked the streets to, to the local supermarket, to the shops, um, you know, we, we, people got to know us a bit because, you know, there was that English family or English-Japanese family. It was an unusual occurrence. So, so sort of local, I wouldn't say celebrities, but 
so, so well known in our neighborhood. So then when we finally said, okay, it's time to start business, you know, we got a, we got a handful of the neighbors, the neighbor's kids. Our first student was Koki, uh, who was a year, I think it was year two, uh, elementary school. So that's how we got, that's how we got, got started. Okay. So where are we? Uh, an advert, a very cheap advert, neighbors. Then we put out a rather a nice sign, professionally designed logo. Our school was called Tower English. So we had a, a logo of Tower Bridge from London because we teach sort of British English. So I thought that would, that would be a good name and wasn't really sure if we were going to be in a children's English school or a business English school. So I wanted a very general kind of name. So Tower English is what it was. So anyway, um, so we just put a sign out on our front garden that, that overlooked the street. It was not a very busy street. It was a sort of a, um, yeah, just uh, just a houses houses on there. There was it's not a main road, um, but that generated five or six students because um, it was on a dog walking route <laughs> to this lake, which I'm sitting at. So. We got a couple of people, uh, some very good students from that. Um, so again, sort of a handful of students, maybe five, six, seven students, just because they liked the sign, which had our website and telephone number and email, I think. So, you know, that was number three, third most effective method. Okay, the fourth method we got people in, we put posters up in some of the local businesses that we'd spent time, not deliberately um, making friends with, but because we'd been there for six weeks, and then we asked a favor, can we put a, a card in the window, can we put a poster up in your um, at your business, and two places said, yeah, sure. So these were not chain places, you know, they were, they were uh, mom and pop businesses like we are. So we were helping them, they were helping us, so they could see something of themselves in us, I think. So they were quite happy to put up some posters. We put a poster up in a coffee bean shop <laughs> and uh, a um, stationer's, um, which had been there for years. And through those two, uh, we got another 10, 20 students. So now, you know, the numbers start, start picking up gradually but that was you know that was pretty decent so we got uh, where are we about 40 students through those methods over a year slow going uh, but they constantly generated a couple more a couple more you know um, and then the fifth and the most useful way you think I'm gonna say the internet don't you no it wasn't it was doing a playgroup um, we we started off doing a daily play group, which was a, a one coin event, five hundred yen, was that five five dollars or whatever. Uh, the local mums would come by. Sometimes we'd have one kid. Sometimes we'd had two or three. Usually about four or five. Um, I don't think we ever had zero. But because we were cheap and we were new and people wanted to check us out, any mums with their toddlers would come by and we'd do, how long did we do? I think it was about a one hour playgroup, which is a bit much really. 
you only need to do 45 minutes really with the, with the little kids or even 30 minutes but we did that from our front room um, and I'll tell you that was really good because not only did you get the, the kids coming in and eventually when they became six five or six uh, they would sign up oh no sorry in fact when they became three and it was kindergarten age uh, many of them would sign up maybe half half of them would sign up these are really good students by the way because they know you the parents know you you don't have any discipline problems they've found the ones that stick with you like you and and they um, they sign up they stay uh, I'm still teaching how old are they now 18 year olds that came through the uh, through the playgroup in fact a group of 18 year olds um, six of my students came through that way and I'm still teaching them now they're um, high school kids almost at university uh, so those those are the main areas that uh, the beauty of a playgroup is the parents and the kids get to know you and that's a fantastic bond better than anything you could get um, you know um, through through advertising um, and you get to know the students and you can sort of, you know, if you don't like somebody, <laughs> you can think of an excuse why they can't join the lesson. Oh, I'm so sorry we're full, you know, but that's a nice problem to have when you have to turn people away. So, you know, um, you, I hope you don't feel dispirited by these comments. It's not a sudden big thing. It, it was a slow burn. But now we've got 150 students that I teach every week. If somebody quits, somebody else comes along and it's a self-fulfilling business. We no longer do the playgroup anymore. We did it for about 10 years until the, well, 15 years is it, until the um, coronavirus came along and we, we just stopped. We didn't really need any more that way because now it, we self-generate. We get enough um, recommendations from existing students. We don't really need anymore if we wanted to expand maybe we would maybe in the future we might start the playgroup again with a <laughs> with another young teacher maybe maybe our daughters would take it over um, but there we are those are the, those are the five ways in progressive uh, usefulness you'll notice that none of them were expensive time-consuming yes but didn't cost any actual outlay um, Yes, you do need to have a web presence. Um, I see it more as a sort of business card that you put on the internet. So people can then check you out, put your details on there in Japanese if you can. Um, and um, yeah, you could expand into um, online teaching. Uh, I, certainly I've done a lot of online teaching using Zoom, especially during coronavirus. That kept our business going. And we still have a number of Zoom only customers uh, but majority are face-to-face -face. So wait for this plane to fly over um, so yeah there is a lot you can do without spending a penny and um, yeah out of all of those I think we only spent whatever you know, less than a hundred bucks 10,000 yen on the um, on the newspaper advertising and that was just twice we did that twice right at the beginning and since then, we've never had to spend a penny. Pardon my French. Um, so there we go. Okay, I'm beginning to waffle now, and it's getting a bit chilly. I'll, I'll post a picture of where I'm recording from here 
I'm about uh, 10 minutes bike ride away from my house. And that's where we started teaching from. And, uh, you know, um, that's another topic, really, uh, where to teach from. And maybe more importantly, what kind of business model? I didn't really know what I was doing when I first started. I didn't know what a business, didn't really know what a business model was. Um, and I taught English to anybody and everybody. Um, since then, I've whittled it down to a more focused, focused on kids. Um, uh, but but even there, within that market, there's, there's different markets. That's a topic for another day, maybe next time, next week. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for spending time. I'm going to have to go through the rain to get back home now. Oh, boy. Okay, talk to you next week.